Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra. I'm so grateful you are here, and I've got a special guest for all of you. A couple months ago, I brought on Haley Meadow, who is my best friend, soul sister, blood sister, and she talked all about the wisdom of crystals. But on Instagram a couple weeks ago, I asked what you all want to know about entrepreneurship, what it looks like to actually own your business. And so I decided to bring her on the show. Since we are both entrepreneurs, we both have gone from corporate America to doing what we truly love and really thriving within this space. And so many of you asked these amazing questions that we're gonna get to today. But we're also gonna share what it looks like to take that leap, since I know so many of you listening to this podcast have these big dreams, are here to make big impact, but then you kinda get to that edge of that cliff and think, but how? <laughs> how do I take this leap? What does it look like to actually follow my dreams? And what tips or tools or wisdom can you offer me to help me bridge this gap? So thank you so much, Meadow, for being here. Thank you for having me. It's amazing to be back. Yeah. So we've got such a good episode for y'all today. I hope, I just hope you're ready and you're also going to see more of our silly personalities come out since somehow we really bring that out in each other. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so let's uh, let's start diving into what it means to be an entrepreneur. But first, tell us who you are and, and what you do in this world. So my name is Haley Meadow, and I am the founder of Meadow Expressions Crystal Jewelry and founder of the most amazing little crystal shop here in Utah called Meadows Crystals. I am a mother. I am an artist and I am a crystal intuitive. I work with crystals and help them find their way to their to who they're meant to help at that very moment. I love, love what I do, and I didn't grow up learning about crystals, but my journey has brought me to them, and it's been the most amazing, most, just the journey has been amazing to help so many people find um, their path and their journey in working with crystals. Amazing. And if you've come to a goddess retreat with us, especially back in the day, in the very beginning, she was always there supporting it, teaching her crystal workshop. But even if you've come to a crystal, or excuse me, a retreat in the last, you know, 18 months even, I am still sharing so much of her wisdom and what she knows about crystals. So I think of you as the crystal authority. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I am stepping into that power of knowing that I really, I really do work with these crystals so closely and I'm trusting my intuition and my abilities and letting it flow. And as I do that, I, I'm finding that it's exactly what people need to hear. Yes. That's the difference, you know, when you're reading from a textbook or doing what you're supposed to do and when you're really feeling into it and letting it embody you and come from the heart. Yes, exactly. Which is the whole motto, my whole tagline for my shop in Lehigh is, in Lehigh, Utah is, heart-centered. Everything is heart-centered and connecting with others. Beautiful. 
So let's talk a little bit about our background in business, because I think a lot of people are surprised to know that we've both become, you know, entrepreneurs, and yet our backgrounds didn't necessarily point in this direction. And in fact, maybe we were actually really discouraged from taking the entrepreneur path. Exactly. Definitely wasn't a jump out there and start your own business and here are some tools. It was find a good job and stick with it and you know, don't burn any bridges and make sure that you, you know, maybe you need two or three or four jobs if they're really good corporate jobs. Hold on to them, never let them go kind of background. Yeah, which is interesting because our parents are entrepreneurs in in a different kind of way for uh, from us, but yeah, it does seem that we were encouraged to to have the safety and the stability of working for someone else. And so I think it's even more amazing then that we both busted out and said, no, that's not actually the path for us. So what can we create instead? Yep, exactly. It's It's been a really amazing ride. Yeah. And we both had our stints in corporate America, but also in all sorts of random, <laughs> random jobs. Um, you know, what was your last full-time, you know, real person job, we could say, before you took this leap? My last real full-time working for someone else job was actually working for a talent agency here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And next, along with that full-time job, I also held another part-time job with Corporate America with the Nielsen Company, the TV ratings company, in one of their satellite offices out here. So I've it's <laughs> those were my most recent two yeah yeah and then as a lot of you know that have listened to this podcast i worked in security world for a few years and then stepped into law enforcement and you know when i think of the beginning of our journeys though i can see us in it you know it's like midnight sitting around your round table <laughs> talking about this dream and this vision and you know, at this time, we had just started traveling together. You had a vintage Avion trailer, which is look, looks like an Airstream. And we, you know, were doing these epic road trips, doing the one from L.A. to Seattle, right? Yep. And then we did Arizona and San, yeah, San Diego and, and more of that southern loop. And on all these trips, you know, we were having to coordinate time off. We were having to change our schedules around. And I remember thinking, wow, what would it be like to not have to rush back to be home for Monday morning? What would it be like to actually have the freedom to travel or to go and do what we want to do and not have to rely on someone else? It's Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> you know, those were amazing times and it just... You know, you start out on your road trip and you're super excited and you're enjoying every bit of it. And it always seems like no matter how long it may have been, whether it was a two week or even three week road trip, like that's a chunk of time to take off. But it goes by so fast. And then before you know it, you're already dreading the drive back and having to show up and, you know, get back into what most people call reality. And Mm. but what if we could just make our reality this traveling and exploring and trying new things and. Yes. And so I love that we both decided to do that eventually. Yeah. And at that time, honestly, it felt so far away and so distant. Like, what? Some people can just travel and some people don't have to work for someone else. Like, wow, they're so lucky, right? It it was so distant that I felt like it was just, you just hit the jackpot if that was your reality. Not realizing that we had the choice, Mm -hmm. but we weren't ready to take that leap just yet. 
Yeah, we didn't realize that we had the power to change our reality. We didn't realize that it it wasn't what society said that we had to do. It's actually what we decided we want to do. And it took some time on the journey to finally realize why am I really doing this? I can I could do anything I want to do. And so let's do it. What's holding us back except for fear? Fear is what held, held us back for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, fear. Right? That's the ultimate the ultimate thing that holds people back because it, it keeps us small. Yeah, it keeps you small and your fear is is there to try the, it's the ego trying to keep you safe. Right. Right. So it's a survival setting, but then it leaks into every portion of our life and then we get trapped. Yeah. Yeah. So do you remember, you know, when we were sitting around that table talking about one day, what if, what was your grand like business vision at that time? What was the, the big, like, if this could happen, I would have made it. Oh boy. That's a good question because at that time I wasn't working with crystals yet. I wasn't wrapping, but I was a seamstress and I was, um, sewing many different clothing lines and things. And I was making all these beautiful accessories for weddings and things. So at that time it was just, what if I just had so many orders coming in that I had to hire someone Mm. like that would be such a huge, amazing thing. What if that little business could, could generate 50,000 a year? Like that would be a huge thing for, you know, working off of a $200 sewing machine, (laughs) uh, for that reality to come to fruition. And in some ways it, it did actually really became great. And then you know, we decided to sell everything and travel the country. So the sewing machine stuff didn't fit in the trailer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So at that time, the idea of, of just being booked out with orders in any capacity was like, whoa, what would that be like? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I think for me around this time too, the idea of what would it be like to lead retreats Mm -hmm. and the thought of like, what if I could do three or four a year? wow, that would be so cool, right? And that felt so distant, so scary. And isn't it funny, you know, in the last few years I've done 18 a year (laughs) with ease and then to be like, maybe I should do more. And then being like, no, you you should maybe be home sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) What's so cool though is that you wanted to travel and I wanted to travel too, but you know, I had, at the time I had two children who were very young. And so travel felt a little bit harder for me to besides just doing road trips, but like international travel felt like a really hard Mm. thing for me to figure out how to put that into my life. But you being, you know, a little bit younger than I and not having the attachments, you had a lot more freedom to decide, hey, I want to travel. What if, what if I led retreats, but by driving to these different retreats, I got to travel. Mm. And so you really did make that your reality. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I traveled full time leading these retreats and then got to the point where I thought, I really want a house. (laughs) Like I want something to come home to because yeah, at some point the aimless travel, like that craving was satiated more than enough (laughs) and uh, I was ready for the opposite. So it's funny. So I'm curious, Meadow, what points do you feel like was the the breaking points where you had to fully 110% dive into entrepreneurship? whether you wanted to or not? Well, the the big one is I feel like at, just like anyone's journey, we are, you know, we go through life lessons, we learn a little bit, we get a taste of something. And so there, there were a lot of little things along the way that I was like, ooh, I really like seeing how I could be self-reliant or how I could be self-employed. 
and that it be a consistent income. There had been little things that I'd done in the past where I was working for myself, but it was never enough money coming in, never enough abundance Mm. for me to be completely cut clear from working for someone else or working for corporate America. So the, the really big catalyst that really shifted everything was when I moved from Austin, Texas back to Utah and leaving behind a relationship that was no longer in alignment with my three children, the youngest being four months old and just getting into my vehicle with a couple hundred dollars in my pocket with three little ones and making a 22 hour drive from Austin, Texas to Salt Lake City, not knowing where I was gonna live, not knowing where we were gonna sleep when we got there, but I trusted that it would all work out, that God, universe would make sure that I was taken care of. And that was definitely one of the hardest moments of my life to leave behind something, um, you know, a, a scene in which society does sell to us that you want the happy home, the white picket fence, the intact marriage, like that's what we're told that we're supposed to have. And so not only was it just leaving a relationship that I did really was very passionate about, but also stepping into the completely unknown of not only am I leaving that behind, but I'm also leaving behind what society says I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to have. Mm -hmm. And then just literally standing basically, you know, this is a metaphor, standing at the top of the cliff or the edge of the cliff on the top of the mountain and ready to step off. And you think that it's just this giant gorge below you and you're just going to plummet and die, right? (laughs) Standing there at the edge and being like, if I take this step, is it going to show up? Am I going to be okay? It's kind of mm. like an, you know, Indiana Jones, <laughs> you know, where he has to be like throws the rice. At least he got to see that there was a, a bridge over. Yeah. Know, maybe I'm losing, <laughs> maybe this metaphor is going too far, but you know, you got to take the step. You got to take the step out there and have full faith that you will be taken care of. And so that's what I did. And so that was the catalyst. Once I got to Utah was okay, great. Where am I living? How am I feeding three children? What's next? And taking that time of feeling so hurt and so broken to tune back into source, to God, to the divine, and channeling in what what I was really sent here to do, what my real mission was. And it literally it literally was me just following the prompts from the universe as to what my next step was and having full faith in that. Hmm. It's just astounding to me how you took something that was so heartbreaking, that was so painful. You know, when you watch something that you thought would be there forever, dissolve almost immediately. And you took that as an opportunity to rise up. I'm, I'm so in awe of that. And I think you inspire so many women that have had to leave relationships, especially with kids, to remind them that it doesn't have to break you. It can make you better. And look at you. Look at you. <laughs> you are rocking it. Thank you. Thank you. And I I hope that I am someone that women can reach out to. And when they are feeling like they're stuck and that there's no hope for them, you know, even if I can just send them a good thought, a good vibration to their heart center and just say, no, you, you are enough and you are good. Mm. And you are following the prompts. 
Yes. So take the step, have the faith. Yes. It's funny to me too how often our paths and our journeys line up, even <laughs> when they were happening in different times, different places, and all this, because, you know, I was embodying you know the beginning of my entrepreneur phase when I quit my corporate job in Utah and left to travel the world and ended up in Michigan and you know I was dabbling in it but it wasn't my sole income. I had saved quite a bit of money so I was kind of living on that until I figured out what I wanted to do. But similar to your story, it wasn't until I left a relationship that was sadly had just become so unhealthy and so binding and so constrictive. It wasn't until again I took that leap and set out completely by myself with not much to my name but just that drive and that knowing that you cannot stay here. Mm -hmm. You cannot stay here. You will never become who you need to be if you stay here. And yet, wouldn't it have been so much easier in some ways to have just stayed, to have just settled, to have just said, well, this is as good as it gets? For sure, it would have been easy. It would have ripped my soul apart even more to stay, Mm. but to have the courage to, to stand in your truth and say, this isn't, okay with me this Mm. I respect myself more or I deserve more and I know I'm here to do more it to stand in that power for me anyway was just a non-negotiable however it did take several quite a few years of you know working through and dealing with the misalignment the unhealthy Mm. relationship trying to keep it all together to finally just say enough's enough I mean my breaking point was literally standing there in the kitchen and asking a question that I already knew the answer to and receiving a complete lie right back to my face. Mm. I could just feel the power of source and my angels and my spirit guides standing next to me. And, you know, this might be too woo for some people, (laughs) but literally my guide standing next to me said, and it's time to go. Are we clear yet? Are we, do we, do we Mm. hear what's going on here? Can we go now? Because you're going today. Whether you like it or not, we're going. Yeah. And so that was literally the, the prompt that I got. And it was Easter morning. And I, as soon as I received that, I just, that answer, I got the U-Haul and loaded up my like 25 plants. Because priorities. <laughs> and whatever else I could grab within, you know, the eight hours or so before I ultimately left. But, yeah. Mm. It is amazing how these painful moments in our lives are often the most life-changing. Yes. And we wonder, why? Why does it have to be like this? Why right. is God punishing me? Yes. Well, you know, sometimes when we're really hard-headed... <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this in life, but, you know, you'll get a little red flag and you're like, oh, that's okay. I can work through that. And then, you know, you get another red flag. It's a little bit more intense. You're like, oh, you know, it's okay. I made it through the last one. We'll make it through this one. And then by the time, maybe it only takes you five red flags, but apparently it takes me like 105. (laughs) And each one is like leveling up with harshness Mm. of like smacking me across the face or hitting me, you know, over the head, like spiritually. I mean, like (laughs) not literally, but, you know, where... You know, my spirit guides or the angels are just like, hello. Right. Oh, that one didn't work. Well, we're going to take it up another 20% here. (laughs) Send in the next one. (laughs) Send in the next one. (laughs) So, like, you got to tune in. Why is this happening to me? Well, chances are you've been getting the nudges. You've just been ignoring them. 
because again, ego, fear, ego, fear. It's yeah. safer to just. It's better to just stay put. I can deal with this. I'm tough. I can do this. Well, you know, you are. You are really strong. Yeah. You're also strong enough to know when when you need to make a change in your life. Exactly. And we were both talking recently. We we found old journals <laughs> that we both had a few years ago, and it was interesting to see how you know even years before we actually took these leaps, aren't we knew. We knew what we needed to do, but we stayed. Yep. Yep. We knew. Yeah. It was like when we're reading our journals, it's like our higher self was yeah. tuning in and saying, I have to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm not going to stay in this. And then yet we step back out and go back to playing small and yeah. and just trying to, you know, quote unquote, make it work. Yeah. Is ever just making it work. How I mean, just even listening to those words, we'll just make it work. Yeah in a playing small fashion versus I'm going to make this work playing in you know, mm. large. Yes. It's two very different scenes that come to my mind of for sure of how you say that. Yes. Like even listen to the tone of your voice when you're like, well, let's just make it work. It's so it's passive. So, yeah, yeah, it's so passive when you're like, no, I'm going to make this work no matter what. I mean, yeah. your action that's going to go behind both of those is very different. So true. So true. So. Mm. With so many of us are taught to be meek mm-hmm. and just make do and yeah. to settle mm-hmm. and to just uh, to live that and uh, so I'm really grateful that we both were pushed <laughs> yes and we both we've like helped each other in that push and yes. it is really cool how it's aligned yes and now look at us <laughs> we're we're doing we're changing the world right we're working on it anyway okay so some people asked some questions so we're both going to answer them. And it was really fun to see all of your questions that all of you asked via Instagram. They're such good questions and definitely made us all, we had to pause and think and, and really feel into them because they're really good questions. So the first one um, that an amazing woman asked is, if you only had five hours a week to start, what would you focus on or devote your time to? My answer to that would be self-improvement first and foremost, because you can't step out and be your greatest version if you're not your greatest version yet. Mm. Like you've got to go in and do the dirty work and not just, we're not just talking about the superficial spirituality stuff, which seems to be really popular. <laughs> it's going really deep and really pulling up those parts of you that, that you don't like. And some of these things, for example, for me, were highlighted in the toxic relationship, even though it was toxic in many ways. There was also a lot of my own personal stuff that I had to pull up and work through. And it was hard to look at it. It was hard to say, yes, that's what I did do. But you know what? I take full responsibility for it. And now I'm ready to step into my the next version, my higher, better self, and learn from, from all my mistakes. And to take responsibility for those things, is it's, it's not the easiest thing. Because not only, it's easy to project and say, well, it's that person's fault. They did this and they did yes. that to me. But be, to be able to stand in your power and say, yeah, that happened. But here's where I was also responsible. And it's not just their fault. It's my fault too. Yeah. And I, I take responsibility for it. I love that. So continuing your own healing journey so that you're yes. ready when that opportunity comes up. I totally agree with that. And... I think for for me, the biggest thing is to keep your your end goal in mind, keep that big vision, because it's very easy, especially when this feels like your your side business or like just maybe even a daydream at this point Mm -hmm. to let life make you better, to let, you know, 
life tell you that it's not possible or again just play small keep mm-hmm. keep working at the corporate job just keep doing what you do and keep your head down mm-hmm. keep that big vision in mind and that will continue to pull you forward exactly yes yeah Okay, another good question. Any advice on successfully marketing your business online without being too attached to technology? We both giggled at this one because that's kind of a tricky balance. It is a really tricky balance. It's very easy for, as you, I mean, I'm sure the person who asked this question, they already acknowledge that technology and social media can overrun your life and they, it can ruin your life in many ways too. So having that healthy boundary, knowing when, knowing what your boundaries are, that's the first thing is knowing what are your boundaries mm. and then having the integrity and self-respect to listen to your boundaries. Mm. I, I so agree. And you know, this one has been interesting for me because I have had so much success with Instagram specifically so many amazing people find me on there. Most of my naturopathic clients come from Instagram. A lot of the women that come to the retreats, a lot of the podcast listeners have found me on Instagram. And so there are days where, where I want to just be on it and do all the stories and do all the posts and get all that engagement because it it does build community. But then also, like you said, honoring that boundary. So I actually put a little timer on my Instagram. You can do it right in the app. So when I've spent a certain amount of time on it, it pops up and tells me, Oh, good. And sometimes it's like 10 a.m. and it tells me because I I know because I've been posting and then I'm like, oh, God, like this is enough, you know, and then that's the challenge to honor that boundary Mm -hmm. and to take that step back. And it is an amazing tool. And I think acknowledging that it's an amazing tool is really important. But yes, there's also that time and place when we need to step back. Definitely. And I think for another little tip maybe uh, would be to if you know I mean, pretty much any business, I think, at this point, you have to be on on social media somehow in some way. But maybe don't look at it and think, oh, I got to be on Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest and Facebook and you know all these other things. Maybe just focus on one platform. And then, mm. like Cassandra said, have a timer. And the timer actually is going to be a pretty cool thing in that it's going to force you to be much more conscious mm-hmm. and intentional with your time that you do spend on there. So if you know yes. that if you've only got... 60 minutes a day or two hours a day that you are going to allow yourself to spend on there think of how you're going to organize your time when you are on there yeah you're not gonna it's much less likely you're gonna slip into the unconscious just scroll exactly mode it's so true because there's a timer i feel like i don't have time for this i gotta i gotta post i gotta do (laughs) yeah i've got my stuff i gotta do for my people exactly are expecting this and that i want to help scrolling through and just hearting something doesn't necessarily help the people that we need to help they want to know stuff they want to see stuff exactly yes so being intentional with your time Yeah. yeah yeah here's another good one how did you find good employees so this one that's I love these questions so this is another one I think kind of goes back to working on yourself first of all you can't be you can't have a plus employees if you're being a B plus boss and in order to step into being a better boss is you got to step into being a better self and that goes back into working on where you're at in your spiritual journey Mm. so true and I also think when you are ready people appear because at least in the last maybe six months, I've had these amazing women pop up out of nowhere that are like, hey, I have all the skills that you're looking for. 
And it wasn't from a traditional job posting. It wasn't from me seeking, but rather they just show up and say that they are ready. And it's as though they were guided right to me. Exactly. Because when you're doing the work that you're meant to be doing in this life, Mm. I mean, what Cassandra is saying is so true because I've done the same thing where I've put out into the universe. I just manifest, hey, universe, I need to be able to pick my kids up from school from this time to this time. I need someone to watch my store. Mm. And literally, I kid you not, 30 minutes later, a woman walked in my store door and was like, hey, I just feel like I was supposed to be here today. (laughs) Are you hiring? I was like, well, funny enough. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for answering the the classified ad I'd put out into the uh, universe energy field. The best classified. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. So yes, just like you're saying. So again, the more that you raise your vibration, you're tuning in and doing the work you're meant to do. The people that you need will show up absolutely and you'll know it the more in tune you become the more you'll be able to to see oh this has obviously been sent to me yes for a very intentional purpose yes exactly nothing's a coincidence so just i mean i could have stood there and been like well that's a funny coincidence that this person just walked in through my door and here's the application i'm gonna need you to fill this out and i need your references and yes yeah to know and sometimes i mean I do get a lot of people coming in, giving me resumes and, and everything, but knowing, being in tune enough to know, oh, this is a reply to that specific mm. need right now that I just put out versus, because yes. I mean, if I took on everyone who walked in through my door and said, hey, are you hiring? And said, oh, this, this these are messages, <laughs> right? You know, and there are little hidden messages and everything, but to know when that question you've put out there has been answered yes. or that need has been answered, that's the key. It's powerful. Yeah. And along this same line, how can you afford to bring people on your team? And this was asked multiple times by other people, you know, that have small, like home-based businesses. And yeah, they're looking at us like, how do you, how many people do you have on your team? Right now I have three plus me, so yeah. four. Yeah, and I have four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how, how do you hire people? Like, how do you afford that? What would you say to that? So what I would say to that is how can you not afford it? Because if you are organizing your time, then and you are know where you know you got to know where your numbers are at. So if you know that you can generate said amount of income if you are doing said task, yes, you know it doesn't make sense for you to be the one sweeping the store floor. Yeah, the sweeping the store floor is not going to be where I'm able to pay payroll. Yes, I know that my where my genius zone, where my flow zone is, is working with the crystals, wrapping the crystals, and guiding people with their to the to the crystals that they need. Yes, that's where my time is best spent, and so that's where I put my time. Yes. And in turn, that creates enough abundance to where I can hire someone to sweep the floors, or even you know cleaning, house cleaning. I'm a single mom, an independent mother with three kids, running a full time business not only just a storefront, but also an online Mm. business as well. And I'm working on my digital online content that I'll be launching this amazing digital crystal course online. Yeah. You know, it it really is knowing where, where to put your time. Yes. And like you said, that genius zone and the art of delegation. The art of delegation. Yes. And that's, that's been one of my more tricky spots is knowing that I don't, I, I want to be conscious of, I don't think I'm better than somebody because I don't scrub a toilet. Right. I can go do that, but I also know and respect where I, where my time is best spent. Yeah. And it's pretty neat to 
be able to be a part of the economy in the way that I do get to hire people and I do get to help their incomes. And so it's a really neat position to be in and I love being able to help others. Yeah, it does feel so good to be able to pay someone else and know that you are impacting their lives. Yeah. Yeah, I so agree with that. Are there any specific trainings or courses that you've done that have been specifically really life-changing? You know, I didn't ever do any self-help stuff (laughs) for years. Um, Were you that person that, like, saw that area in Barnes & Noble and rolled your eyes? Totally I was. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't need help. What is (laughs) self-help? Help yourself. You don't need a book. (laughs) It, It just shows how naive I was to the whole process. What my life-changing moment was, was actually going to a, an event in Las Vegas. It was a four-day event. And it was, at the time, I was doing some multi-level marketing work. And it was an amazing multi-level marketing event led by Eric Worre. And I didn't even know who he was. I also didn't even know who Tony Robbins was. But one of my friends said, hey, I've got an extra ticket. And you don't get it. Like, Tony Robbins is going to do four hours of this event. It's a three-day event, but Tony Robbins has got four hours of that. And yeah, maybe I'd heard of the name Anthony Robbins or Tony Robbins, but I didn't know what he did. But I trusted this individual that he knew what he was talking about. And so he was making a big deal about it, so I felt like it's got to be a big deal. So I went down, and it was an amazing event. The whole event was amazing. But the part with Tony Robbins, Hmm. absolutely life changing and it was only a four hour gig i mean his upw unleashed the power within that was <laughs> like six, 50, 16 hours a day or something yeah insane. it was like 50 60 hours done over the course of three and a half days yeah so four hour stint for tone for t-rob <laughs> was was nothing but i didn't know that but sitting there and going through some of the basic little exercises he had us do and listening to the way he spoke and how he it was just so inspiring mm-hmm. that was that was the beginning mm-hmm. of my journey was Tony Robbins. So Tony Robbins anything. I so agree. We got to go in March to in UPW. LA yep. and we had the best time ever. Absolutely changed our lives. We have drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it was delicious. And I can't <laughs> wait to have another serving. So. I agree. Yes, that was life changing for me, too. And last December, I signed up for a business um, retreat with Yoga by Candice, who she is the most beautiful human being. I adore her. And if you're not following her, you should be. But she was doing a four day business retreat in Scottsdale, Arizona for yoga instructors specifically. How can you actually make money teaching yoga? Um, especially for those of us that have, you know, been yoga teachers, we know that starving yoga lifestyle where you're like, wow, I made 20 bucks to teach an hour long class. It took me two hours to plan. Yay. Right. It's, that's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. So anyway, it was so good. And that was like some of the first formal business kind of coaching that I'd gotten was just last December. And that alone probably doubled my business. And then we went to T-Rob mm-hmm. in March. And just since then, it's been like yes. out, out of control. Like, what do you want? Here you go. Here's the connections. Run with it. Yeah, the inspiration, the creativity, the ideas, the intuitive abilities, 
really has just opened up. And it's been really cool to watch you, Cassandra, go from, hey, I'm thinking about going to this event in Arizona with Yoga by Candice to, I mean, that, that really unlocked so many really amazing gems yes. for you. And then to stack on the Tony Robbins, that definitely took it to a whole other level. And, and then now we're both working on our next thing that we love, and we are so loving this, is BBD, Business by Design with James Wedmore. He's the bomb. Oh my gosh. We're <laughs> fangirling. Amazing. We are fangirling. He's <laughs> just, oh my gosh. Yeah. And this is, again, more like more formal business coaching. And, yes. And yeah, we don't have MBAs or we didn't do bachelor's degrees in a business of any kind. So this is like the most business coaching we've ever gotten, but it's actually practical. It is very practical and you can apply it every single day. And James's podcast, by the way, I mean, you don't have to go pay money to get all of this training that we're talking about. I mean, Cassandra and I have definitely made our investments in it, but all of the Tony Robbins stuff you can get for free online. You can get yes. it on YouTube and he, t- Tony Robbins tells you that at his event. He's like, all this was free. Yeah. But the energy to be able to come and be in it. Yes. And same thing with James Wedmore. You can get so much, you can get everything that he teaches on his YouTube channel, on his podcast. But there's something about when you make the financial commitment to, to step into that and say, yes, I want this and I'm ready to learn it. Yes. It seems to go so much deeper into your subconscious Yes, once you've made the financial commitment. Yes, because you're serious then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're serious yeah. and you're ready to make the shifts that, that are needed for you to take your business, your life yes. to the next level. Exactly. So don't be put off because it costs money. Like actually, as James says, the transformation is in the transaction. Amen. So definitely jump on those podcasts. Yes. What little thing can make all the difference in starting a business or getting clarity? The one little thing would be action, I think. Taking massive action. And that's the only way that you are able to measure what's working. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But how many of us were taught, you know, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. But it's the other way around. When you believe it. When you believe it. You will see it. You will see it. Exactly. It's so true. Yeah. I agree. Okay, um, here's one more. Uh, what has built your business more than anything? Like what has taken your business from you can live on it to now I can create impact? That is such a great question. So for me, what has really shifted for me in my life is actually having the storefront. So I, I mean, in my other... In the other podcasts, I kind of went on a little bit about what my journey has been, but I did spend about a year and a half traveling the U.S. with my husband and two kids. And, I mean, I was working with the crystals then and stuff, but I was also playing kind of small. I was kind of, you know, in introvert mode. I mean, I am technically, I suppose, an introvert. But, you know, just kind of like, oh, yeah, hey, here's my jewelry, but, like, don't look at me. Like, here's the jewelry. Look at that. Don't look at me. Yeah. And, you know, when you're online and having an online business, it's a really great way for an introvert to stay very introverted. And you can, you know, just show them flashy, shiny things. And then you think they're not totally. really looking at you. Totally. But then when I stepped into having an opening, an actual storefront and being the one to stand there and say, yes, this is my work. Mm. Yes, these are the crystals. Yes, this is how you work with them. And to connect, make the human connection face to face for mm. me is what has made all the difference. And it's helped me realize that, 
you know, I have an ability, I have a gift, I have a purpose and a mission actually, and I can't serve that mission unless I'm making that face-to-face contact or making that larger impact online and not just trying to hide behind, you know, say, hey, just look at the jewelry, don't talk to me about it. Yes. To realize that people are actually, they, they are guided to me because I have things that I, I'm supposed to tell them. Yes. And girl, you can't even go buy a cup of coffee without someone being like, oh, are you Meadow? <laughs> it's it's kind of true. It was a little shocking at first. Local celebrity. It's kind of turning in that way. And, you know, not to like be all egotistical, like, oh, I'm, I'm famous. Because that's not what it is. It's actually, you know, it actually kind of brings tears to my eyes and makes me feel so blessed that I am having that much impact on people's lives. Yes. And that they are looking to me to help them through their life. And that's, that's huge. And I'm really honored and really blessed to be in that position to where, to finally like step into my mission, to finally step into my purpose. Yes. On why I, why I came here. Yes. And to say, yeah, I'm here to help you. I'm here to guide you because really only you can help yourself, but I'm just here to guide you and to offer the tools and the wisdom that I have so you can find your path. Exactly. So, but yes, there's many occasions (laughs) I, you know, I have to go eat somewhere, you know, and people are wanting to talk to me about crystals, which is great. But I'm, you know, it's like, whoa, what? You know me? I don't know you. Right. (laughs) Or maybe I do know you. Was I supposed to remember you? I'm sorry. (laughs) I meet a lot of people every day. So yes, it's, yeah. It's been a really So beautiful. having the storefront, yeah. And for Goddess Ceremony, what has absolutely transformed our business has been the podcast. Your podcast is so awesome. Oh, <laughs> I'm not just saying that because I'm on it. <laughs> but talking about fan, like people being fans, I've had people come to my, to my crystal shop not knowing that we're related or mm. anything. And they come to my crystal shop and we get onto a topic like yoga and retreats and you know, woman intuition, divine guidance and intuition and moon phases or whatever it is. And, you know, I, I always talk about you. I'm like, well, you, sh- if you're into this, mm. you need to, you need to know about goddess ceremony. You need to know about Cassandra. And people have literally been like, wait, what? <laughs> I've been following Cassandra for years. <laughs> <laughs> She's your sister. Aww. What? And they're just, they're so in awe of, of what you do, Cassandra. Oh my gosh. So, and having the podcast now has been a really great way for me to, to get people to know more about you because it's yeah. so easy to just listen to a podcast while you're driving to go pick up your kids from school or yes. late at night when the kids are in bed. I, I have kids, so everything <laughs> in my life revolves around where Children. what the kids are doing. Yes. But yeah, so you should know that too. Thank you. I'm not... I mean, you're not, I didn't pay you to say that. No, you really didn't actually. (laughs) You didn't, but you should know. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. And I'm going to have a cool announcement at the very end of this podcast. So make sure you listen to the end because I've got a big freaking announcement that I have been hiding from all of you for about a month (laughs) and I, I just can't anymore. So it's coming out and yes. So the podcast has been revolutionary. Okay. So we've got uh, one more question each. So, for Meadow, I think a question that every single one of us <laughs> wonders about you is, how the heck do you do it all? How are you a single mom? I know you don't, an independent mom. I love that you've reclaimed that. With three kids, 
and you have a full-time business and you're doing all of these things on the side and this business course, how? How though? <laughs> That's a really great, great question. The how, how am I doing this? It really is time management and making the most impact and, and utilizing any second that I have to put, put it towards the vision, to put it towards my goals. You have to be conscious and intentional with every moment that you possible. And granted, I'm not always conscious and intentional, but that is my goal. And that's what I, every day I set that intention that I am going to make use of every moment that I have, and I'm going to use it intentionally. Mm. And so it's asking yourself if what, what am I doing right now? So what am I doing right this second? Is this helping me get closer to my vision? Mm. I'm going to bet if you're sitting and watching Netflix, as much as I know that y'all get burned out and you just want to sit and do nothing and just want to veg, when you're sitting there vegging and watching Netflix, is that getting you closer to your dream? Right. Is the content that you're learning from that helping you get closer to your dream? Or is it planting all sorts of bad stuff in your subconscious? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just being very mindful as to what you let into your life into your energy field and that yes. can come down to music that can come down to tv it can come down to family and come down to friends like yeah we love our family and friends and it it feels very hard to create boundaries but you have to there your vision isn't going to come to fruition yes if you have certain things going on in your life and you yes. all know i'm sure as we're as i'm saying this there are, there's probably a person or two that comes to your mind of like, well, I really like that person, but yeah, they're not contributing to the higher vibration, the higher frequency that I need to achieve that goal. Yes. So. Which is why Tony has said, love your family, but pick your peers. Yes. Like you, so can, you can love them. You can have them in your life, certainly. But you need to be intentional about who you spend a lot of time with, which is why her and I, Meadow and I, are just like BFFs and talk like 800 times a day. And we do talk a lot. <laughs> it's kind of a thing. Okay. And then what question do you have for me? Okay. The question that I have for you was, I had a lot of questions actually come up as I was looking in. So probably the number one question would be, do you ever have bad days? Because we all watch your Instagram stories. <laughs> And your, you know, your Instagram is an amazing feed on both accounts, on Wild Goddess and on Goddess Ceremony. Do you ever have bad days? Like, do you ever have like acne or pimples <laughs> or like it feels like you always have glitter sparkling all around you? <laughs> do you ever have bad days? And if you do, how do you work through those? Mm. Well, thanks for saying I sparkle. <laughs> Totally. I am a human being. And I think sometimes when we see people online, especially, it's so easy to put them on a pedestal, right? And to say, mm -hmm. like, they're so beautiful and all they drink is green smoothies. Matcha. And all you drink is matcha. Well, that is true. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's easy to put people on pedestals and we forget that they are human. So do I have bad days? Absolutely. There are days when I think, what are you even doing? Are you making impact? Are you doing the right thing? You should be doing more. Totally. And I think... The, the difference for me is is how I get myself out of that state. And for me, that's by grounding and being really intentional. That's getting off of the computer because Lord knows I could sit on this computer for like 12 hours a day and never run out of projects to work on for the business. 
but especially when I'm having an off day, am I going to be productive? Am I going to be writing blogs and content that are actually going to resonate? Heck no. Mm -hmm. If I'm having a bad day, am I going to record a podcast? Heck no. Which is why, yeah, usually there's like one day a week where I'll really feel like today's the day to record a podcast. So when I'm having a bad day, for me, it's grounding down, having some alone time so I don't project my emotions and feelings onto other people because that's easy to do. Getting out in nature and just processing what's coming up, not trying to fix it, not trying to push it away, not getting into this self-deprecating, like how, you know, you can't have these feelings, but rather sitting with it, feeling it, and then letting it pass. Yeah, that's beautiful. And there's so many gold nuggets in what she just said. Um, One of the things being that when she says, you just got to let it go, let it pass, actually really truly letting it come up witnessing it thanking it mm-hmm. because this is giving you an opportunity for growth yes instead of getting mad at it although i sometimes get mad at the stuff comes up for me but you know you get upset with it yeah. and you, you feel that feel the upset and then let it go and ask yourself as it comes up and you witness it and you love it and you forgive yourself for letting it come up like don't hate yourself for these things but then um having that insight to pause and think now is this if i hold on to this emotion is this going to serve the people i need to help is it going to serve my vision is it going to serve my goals exactly and the answer is going to be no exactly is me being a grump (laughs) being all yeah projecting onto you or other people i'm talking to slamming doors does that serve anyone no 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 so oh yes and sometimes yes i do get a zit (laughs) in case you're wondering sometimes you know sometimes oh so amazing I really hope for all of you that are whether you're a full-fledged entrepreneur right now or if you're just thinking about something that you want to create in this world I really hope that this was insightful and interesting to you make sure you're following Meadow online or if you're in Utah come pop into her store so she's at Meadows Crystals and at Meadow Expressions Gallery there's an underscore between Meadow expressions gallery yeah so yes. <laughs> just so you know yes way to pick a complicated i'm just kidding i know okay business <laughs> advice don't pick that <laughs> don't do like complicated things so the easiest way to find me is at meadows crystals all together no spaces no hyphens no dots no nothing it's just meadows crystals beautiful but my jewelry line is meadow underscore expressions underscore gallery well that was a biz tip if i ever heard one tip right there don't make it complicated simple so make sure you follow her online she is as you can tell the most amazing human being i'm so incredibly blessed to call her my sister and best friend so i just love you i love you too and same thing (laughs) like i'm so blessed i'm really grateful for our connection because our we didn't we weren't always so close no not at all No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, not at all. And so our journeys came together at the perfect timing, though. Yes, yes. Oh, so grateful. If you want me to bring Meadow back on the podcast, make sure you let us know. You can email podcast at goddessceremony.com or, of course, come hang out with me on Instagram at wildgoddess. It means so much when you all send me messages or share screenshots of the podcast. Truly, that kind of feedback is what inspires me so much. And as promised, I've got an exciting announcement for all of you. So get your, I don't know, get something ready. Drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> put your, you know, get, get your glitter. I don't know. It got, this got weird. But 
just just be excited. Uh, my exciting announcement. So as I said, one of the most life-changing tools that I've ever found um, in my business has been launching this podcast. This podcast has at least tripled my business. It has given me so many more naturopathic clients as a naturopathic doctor. It has truly taken goddess ceremony from a, a brand that some people recognize to a brand that really almost anyone I know in the yoga spirituality community is like, oh, you're goddess ceremony? And I say, yeah, girl. <laughs> Myself and my team. Yes, we are goddess ceremony. And so, uh, so many people right now are feeling the call to launch a podcast, but they have no idea where to start. And I get that because I wanted to launch this podcast two years ago and I didn't. Why? Fear, right? How? How do you do it? Who's going to listen? Uh, how do you host a podcast? What kind of equipment do you need? It's so easy to get caught up in all of this fear-based but how do you do it? And then, of course, the emotional side. Who am I to launch a podcast? Who am I to share my insights and wisdom? So if any of this resonates with you, I have got the most amazing offering for you. I am launching Spiritual Podcasting, which is an online course for people that know that they are here to create impact, that have soulful visions, that have big impact that they are here to create, and they are ready to jump into the podcast world, make more money, increase their online brand, and change the world. So if you are hearing the call to be part of this, I'm gonna be doing a free webinar where just that, you're gonna get all sorts of epic nuggets on what does it mean to podcast? How do you find your tribe or your, your people that you're meant to connect with? And then we're going to just dive in from there. So go to spiritualpodcasting.com, get on the waiting list, and you'll get access to that free webinar. This is the first time I've talked about it, so get on that list. It's going to be, it's going to be massive, okay? Massive. So spiritualpodcasting.com, get on the waiting list. Other than that, whew. Can I point something out really quick? Of course. Okay, so you just said that your business... I just want to make sure everyone heard this. Your business has at least tripled since you started the podcast. Indeed. Tell us, when did you start the podcast? February 2019, baby. So let's see, that's February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Six In months. Six months, tripled. your business tripled because of a podcast. Just from a podcast. That's huge. I know. So that's what I'm saying. Get on the waiting list. Don't wait. This is a huge deal. And I'm going to share all of my secrets to how Goddess Ceremony is already ranking in the top lists of iTunes, how we've had over a hundred reviews come in and why truly I'm getting emails and requests to be featured on other high ranking podcasts because they are seeing what we're doing over here. Yes, this is huge. In six months, you're ranking in, what was it, the top 50? Top 50 in self-development. Whoa. I know. Mic drop, literally. <laughs> Mic drop, literally. Whoa. And that's, that, that's, I mean, if you've researched into podcasts much at all, which I really haven't, but from what I've heard, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasts. 700,000 to be exact. 700, know your numbers. <laughs> so, 700,000 podcasts and you're in the top 50 within six, six months. I'm going to just, you know, I'm just going to toot my own horn for a second and say that I, I think I figured it out pretty good. Yeah, and I want I want to give this wisdom to all of you because if you have a message to share, you don't want to be lost in the millions of uh, yeah things on iTunes. You need to be in the top 50. You need to be heard. So you figured it out. And I'm going to give you all those tools. So spiritualpodcasting.com. I love all of you so much. Thank you so much, Meadow, for being here. 
and we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.